Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 87. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. And we are so excited. We're we so excited. We're so excited. We're going to have fun, fun, fun in this episode. Fun. So, my friends, I'm sitting here kicking it in the front seat, and uh, we've got Eric over there sitting in the back seat, and my friends in the chat room are just wondering which seat they're going to sit in. Which Twitter application will we choose? (laughs) Which Twitter app will we choose, my friends? That's right. It is Social Media Serenity, and it is not Friday. No. (laughs) Because this is Thursday, which is the day before Friday. And tomorrow <laughs> is not Saturday. It's Friday. <laughs> I think. Okay, let's just get. The, okay, let's uh, that, get it out of your system now. <laughs> all right. I know it's old news, but uh, we're having fun, fun, fun. <laughs> and scene. All right. So anyway, we are going to talk about uh, some fun stuff like Twitter and Facebook today. Uh, which, by the way, you know, I really, I, I do want to be excited about the new tweet deck and i wanted to give it an entire day of use an entire day of use and in fact i still see that it's still in my spot for osfora which it is now losing that spot so i'm immediately going in and, and you're re- talking about on the iphone we're talking about tweet but tweet deck for the ios for yes. the iphone it has now uh been moved out of my normal twitter application spot and is being uh, replaced by its rightful owner, uh, and that spot is now occupied by Osphora once again. So, so tell us about this, Eric. So, th- there's a brand new version of TweetDeck for the iPhone. Yeah, and and actually, it's a whole new app. Not only is it redesigned from the bottom up, uh, and and from what I hear, almost a complete uh, duplication of the. TweetDeck for Android app, it's not a an upgrade. It's a it's a literal brand new app. That's why when I went to go download it on my phone, it didn't erase TweetDeck for iPhone that was already there. Which I guess is a good thing because there's things missing, right? There are things missing. Like what? It, well, <laughs> there's there's a lot that you for one thing you can't go put in your own Bitly account to shorten links. Okay. So that right there kind of negates me using it because what I was using TweetDeck for iPhone for was specifically for work only. Right. I was keeping that because it was a quick free way to to swipe back and forth between all my uh, searches and lists and mentions and direct messages and all that, which you can still do, but it's not as intuitive. Right. Um, but the, the set, that's one of the settings. Um, I'm trying to think of what other settings there are. There's somebody that listed them off. Well, you, you um, mentioned the fact that the Facebook fan page stuff is not there. It's still not there. The, the, the other one doesn't have it either. Oh, okay. So, again, if you're going to come out with a brand new Twitter application right now um, and you're going to have Facebook integration at all but leave out Facebook page integration, mm-hmm. you're useless to me. 
You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Tweet deck or <laughs> iPhone. Point two, whatever. Um, two o. Two o. Yes. And and so I mean, it, anyways, it. I don't hate the look of it. No, I, I think it looks good, but okay. I, I don't know, it. It took me a while to kind of. I still don't totally know what rubs me the wrong way with it, other than to say it's not intuitive. It's missing settings and missing features. Yeah. Okay. Here's a couple things. First and foremost, direct messages are awful on this thing because direct messages is it. It's just a column, right? And it doesn't. It doesn't group them. It it, it just puts them in this weird order and and. And it just seems out of place, and and it doesn't show it in a threaded conversation. You have to read from the top or from the bottom to the top, and and I, oh gosh, I really hate direct messages on on that. I don't want to I don't want to read them on the on TweetDeck for the iPhone, the new version. I don't want to respond to them on there. Um, as far as direct messages are concerned, in the it, just the way my mind works, it, it is it is simply unusable for that feature or functionality. The other thing is, I want to say that as far as the the look and the aesthetics, I actually kind of, I, I like it a lot with mm-hmm. the exception of how they do direct messages. But as far as how they do timelines, um, right. gosh, it's clean. It's crisp. It's clear. It, it's obviously retina display right. uh, and stuff like that. I, and I love the idea of swiping to the, to the left, swiping to the right, you know, sitting in the front seat, kicking in the back seat, all that other stuff. Uh, but and 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 it took me a little while to figure out that um, you know th- you have to kind of really look closely, but you can tell what column you're in by seeing the the just at the top. It'll show you how many columns you have, and the one that you're on is highlighted. And, right. And and then there's a little amber glow if there's a new if there happens to be something new in that one, which that was one of my first gripes is, you know, how do I, I don't even know if I'm at the top of this thing unless you don't I know go where up. you are. Yeah. You, you don't know how far down you are, except that it, you know, after a while it does kind of, you know, get a little scroll bar that, that slides down. And so I guess you can say, you know, as you scroll down, you can see that that bar grows. You can still click the clock at the top and it takes you to the top, you know, and, and stuff like that here. Here's the other thing I didn't like. Like, for example, one of my, you know, I've got my, um, I've got my timeline for my main timeline on here, but I also have a couple lists that I've pulled up that are, um, you know, certain groups of people that I, I want to occasionally just go and see only what they're, what's going on with them. GSPN.TV plus members and family members, you know, my, just my own family. Right. And the problem that I, the, the one thing I don't like is, is at least on, I, the old tweet deck for the desktop, I believe you could actually tell it what notifications you do or do not want for each of the, the columns. Right. Whereas this, you know, this little amber glow is there no matter what, if there's an, if there is a new message in that column, there's an amber glow. And so all of a sudden, if Stephanie was to actually post a message on Twitter, I get an amber glow on my home um, timeline or my home column, I get an amber glow in my family column, and I get an amber glow in my plus member column. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't want I don't want an amber glow in the plus member column. 
You know, I don't, but I want, so basically what I want is I want to have the, you know, there's a new message notification via the amber glow at the top. I want that to be an option. Otherwise it's because yeah. I'm, I'm an inbox zero. I'm a tweet zero. I'm a, I'm right. a everything. I want things to not tell me that there's something that I'm not seeing. And I just, you know, I don't care that there's something there, but I do care when I actually am being told that there's something there that I'm missing. And, and you, it's a, yeah, you want to know when there's something there to process or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and there, there and, are, and there, that's one of those that kind of relates back to what I'm saying about lack of settings to where you can turn certain things on or off, change the font size. There's no place to do that. Right. Right. And then like even in like the uh, there's two places usually in iOS apps where it's either in the settings of the phone or the device itself where you go down to, to the app itself and, and uh, change settings there, or within the app itself when you've got it open. And neither one of those give you much to do. Right. Now, here's something, uh, like, for example, I just pulled up um, Party Girl, uh, which is uh, P-A-R-T-Y-G-U-R-L-E. And I just pulled up a tweet from her, and I clicked on her name. And I clicked the reply button. Now, at this point, I would... my my intuition is that I would, you know, when I click that, it would probably go ahead and do what it did, which is pull up a reply and put at party girl. And then I can type in, but I would personally, I would love the option to just quickly say, Hey, wait a second. No, I don't want, I want this to be a direct message, you know, or to, you know, then there's a forward button and that forward button, maybe that forward button is a direct message and and some other options, you know, trans, you know, they've got translate. Mm-hmm. They they do have translate email or view on Twitter, but I don't see how from this tweet I can send her directly a direct message. Am I missing something there? But if but here's the situation: if I click on the tweet and then at the bottom it shows me her bio, I click on her bio, then there's an envelope, and then I can send her a direct message. So that, that that's a, it seems a little clunky a lot of extra steps there. Um and I'm yeah, wondering Yeah, it's a lot of drilling down over and over again to think, to to one figure out what you can even do and two how you can even get there. Right. So, now the retweet by default is the old style retweet which I like. Um it so it does the RT and everything. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing that I, I I would say there's one thing I absolutely love about this and if that is if I choose the at sign it seemingly has all of my contacts. Not like the Twitter dot, Twitter.com has the most recent, what is it, 100, 200 or something? Yeah, something like that. But um, I can actually do at, and then I just type in E, and it gives me all my E's. And then I could do R, and now there's only Aaron Blasky or Eric J. Fisher. And I can click on which one of you, and it fills out the rest of the at reply. Have you seen that? Yeah. That is awesome. See, so so there are some features that I want to like this, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm telling you what, if they added in, to be honest, regardless of whatever else people may or may not like, or even myself, if they added the Facebook page ability, I would switch to it and I would learn it till I got into it and used to it. For for my work Twitter app, I would still because my iPhone um, I use a lot for work now. But I keep the app separate as far as which account I'm doing. Right. So, and actually, that that actually reminds me of one of the other things I don't like is that when I connected my Facebook account to see if they would let me pick which uh, page I wanted to start having columns from and all that, um, it just threw all my Facebook stuff 
in my at mention column without asking me, and then I couldn't undo it. Hmm. Even when I deleted the Facebook account from the the app itself. That's crazy. I kept all those in there. I didn't it add ca- more, it, but it, it kept all of them. them in there. Yeah. So yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's it's brand new. Uh, it's a complete yeah. redesign, and obviously they're going to get some user feedback, and it'll change. But well, they already have. I, I mean, I monitored the. Uh, ratings on it yesterday and it slowly started climbing down and it was either I love it I love it or I hate it I hate it I mean it was very yeah uh, whatever polar opposites so yeah well it was smart of them if there's anything I'm going to give them full credit for releasing this as a brand new application and leaving the old one as is Mm -hmm. you know I absolutely love that they didn't take away the old functionality so for those who love the old version until they get the new version to kind of have a lot of that same feel and functionality that you you hoped that you loved most about the old version i mean cuz they it, it's obvious they wanted to build this from the ground up they wanted to completely start over and and have a different look and feel and and stuff like that and they can still build in some functionality and and personally i hope that they will do something with with direct messages so that it's just not just yet another column of conversations in chronological order or actually actually direct messages individual messages in chronological order i want those broken into a conversation kind of like osphora does right you know it's it's just like hey you're having a conversation with chipotle treats and eric j fisher and you know and paul colligan and all these other people and i I just want to be able to 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 click on that name and then see from the top going being the oldest down to the bottom being the newest newest I want to be able to see that or it doesn't matter if it goes from the bottom up that I could I could live with that but I don't want to see other random direct messages in that timeline right that that's what drives me crazy you want a threaded DM conversation exactly and in the DM column not only does it do that but um let me just pull this up one more time. I'm going to go, and it's called Inbox. Um, yeah, I, I, no, it, it, okay, it doesn't do that. But but yeah, it's just random individual messages. It's just like, ah, it, it, it shouldn't be there like that. I'm just so used to it not being there that way that, yeah. that it really throws off the way that I look at my messages. Anyway, so that's the new Tweet Deck 2.0 for iPhone. Uh, I give it a half a nay. what do you think eric i'm gonna give it a nay for now nay for now they could give they could get a yay if they add a few things yeah so i and i think and did we ever revisit um tweetbot tweetbot no you purchased it and you said you were gonna check it out for a little while what did you think yeah um well what was great was i was able to they released the day after a a uh an update to it that did allow it to run on the iphone 3g uh, something in their app didn't allow it to actually run on there at all. Um, once I got it running, it worked pretty well. Then I decided to try it on the iPhone 4 uh, to really see it work for real. And uh, it, it's good. It's it's a good competitor. I mean, it's it's another paid app. It's $1.99, I think. Um, it's good. It's not Osphora, and I have gone back to Osphora. Mostly because, and this this is what playing around with TweetDeck and TweetBot uh, just really hammers home what I like about Asphora. Right. And that is that it's so much like Tweety before it morphed into Twitter for iPhone, but with all the cool extra stuff it can do. 
Right. Like it's just so in- like Asfora, you're looking and you're like, okay, where what do I want to do? I want to search. Okay, boom, there's a search button. You want to go to your ma- boom, it, your messages. You want to see what your app mentioned. There it is. You know, you click more, you got your drafts, you and, know. And you, I, and I remember when you showed me Asfora for the iPad. I right. remember buying it and I remember looking at it as we were done. It's like, well, what if I wanted to do this? And and then I, you didn't have to tell me how to do it. It's like, oh, it's there. You, you were sitting there and you were playing with it and you were like, well, what if I want to? Oh, you can do that. And then you were like, I mean, you just were able to figure it out all on your own without having to ask. Yes. It just was there. So. It was just there. Everything I wanted. And that's Osphora. So, so, so what are you saying about Tweetbot? You're saying you like it because you like it for the same reasons that you liked Osphora. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I'm saying Tweetbot is, let's see here. Did I take that off the phone? I may have. I did take it off the phone. Uh-oh. Just because I'm not using it. It's worthy. It's, I'm not saying, I'm saying personal preference. Yeah. Aspora still is my Twitter app for my iPhone. Yeah. Above all. Yeah. I do think Tweetbot may be better than Twitter for iPhone, but I'm not using Twitter for iPhone either. Right. Asfura is is where it's at, and TweetDeck one for the iPhone is my work option. Gotcha. Well, so. I, I I'm so glad to hear that personally, because um, I love Asfura, and there and that's why when you said Tweetbot, Tweetbot, I wasn't even I wasn't even tempted to even try it personally because Asfura is just exactly what I've always wanted in a Twitter client. Yeah, um, there, there is only one thing that TweetDeck for I or sorry. Twitter for iPhone, which used to be Tweety, uh-huh. does do that Asfora does not do, and that is if you're scrolling up and down in in a timeline or whatever, you could swipe left or right, and the tweet you could easily hit retweet or star or whatever. Asfora, you have to hit the tweet, and then it comes up. However, um, if you're using an iPhone four or a faster phone, yeah. Those options are already down there if you just hit the tweet and then it's all there and you can read the full tweet and you can see what it was sent with and all that kind of stuff. So right. really, that's a moot point. Yeah. No, there was no, the original Twitter or Tweety for the iPhone before uh, Twitter purchased them had ping.fm integration. That was that, cool. Oh, yeah. And then they took that out. Yeah, they took that out. Anyways. Um, which which is fine because then it wasn't, then it's like I didn't miss it because, well, it wasn't in the original anymore. Uh, so. Oh, well, there is one other thing. I do use Hootsuite on the iPhone. Yeah? Why is that? And the the reason I do that is because it does have Facebook, Facebook. page yeah. stuff. So yeah. And and that's the only reason I had Hootsuite uh, for the iPhone on my iPhone. And guess what? I don't need it anymore. Right. I'm so excited. We so, we so excited. excited. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, seriously, I, I did. I deleted the, I, we, we talked about it last week. I deleted the gspn.tv community fan page and uh, my user profile has become certainly uh, more active. Uh, pretty much everything, all the, all the interaction that was happening on my profile page was, is continuing to happen and all of the interaction that was happening on the fan page has moved over to my profile. I don't see, I don't recognize any loss at all. And if anything, the interaction has increased. And this is exactly what I was talking about. The polarization of the, mm-hmm. the community. Now the people who used to post comments 
on the fan page where only two or three people would do it there. Now there are seven or eight people commenting on the same post on my profile and those seven or eight people can carry out conversation. Yeah, because it's not split across two different accounts. Exactly. And so th- that's why I am, I'm very happy with it. I'm, I'm very happy with the fact that I decided at this point in time to delete the gspn.tv community fan page. And if people want to connect and, and find out what's going on in the GSPN community, do so through my profile page at this point at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. And when what if I get to the point where we have 5000 people hooked up and I'm in and I can't approve anymore, I will hope by that point in time that Facebook will turn that that ability to convert over to a profile page on once again, which I assume it will come back. Yeah, I'm hoping it comes back and they they work the bugs out on that. Yeah. And then what I'll do is is I'll I'll turn that into the community page. That that'll be the community fan page. And that's where I'll interact with everybody and and I will do something very, very nonchalant and I will not I'll probably just interact with family and and very close personal friends on the actual Facebook's personal profile side of things. Right. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Good. All right. So glad it worked. Yep. I am too. Uh, In fact, uh, there was one person. Remember, we started the poll. We did the questions. Yeah. And pretty much everybody is like, yeah, I'm connected with you already or I'm going to connect with you over there if you move this and and stuff like that. And I had one person that says, no, please keep this. You know, just one per one sole person. And was there a reason? Did they give that? No, they didn't. He didn't give a reason. But I went I clicked on his name and I found out we weren't connected as friends and I requested a friendship. So uh, so I, I did do that before. OK, good. And, and I actually I, I went in and you can actually go into your Facebook fan page and send a note to all your people or it's called send an update. So I did send out an update letting everybody know that, hey, I am deleting this page and here's a link to my profile and, and stuff like that. And and every time I log into Facebook now, I'm getting, you know, somewhere between seven to 15 uh, friend requests. So it, it okay. went out and it's working and 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 I'm a happy camper because now I, I, I've got my my Twitter's reconnected uh, through the Twitter application on Facebook and and. Um, now I can do everything through my Osphora application and I, uh, just basically once or twice or sometimes three times a day, uh, will quickly go to my profile on Facebook to see what comments are there and, and, and participate in that conversation and those threaded conversations. Good. Serenity. Exactly. Simplification. I, have, I do have a lot more serenity right now. Okay, so. so let's see here. Is Twitter is Twitter buying TweetDeck? Now this is the desktop 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 application. Okay, and it's a rumor, and there's not been any kind of a update as of yet. Has, has um, there been any denial of this by anybody? Not that we've seen. Okay, so this leads me to think that there's some credence to this. Although, why would TweetDeck suddenly come out with a new iPhone app? Oh, if this were happening, well, well, here's here's the situation. Number one, um, TweetDeck. Uh, well, a couple. Here's a here's my thoughts. A couple different thoughts on that. Number one, you can be in talks with people and talking about you know fifty million dollar acquisition and all this other stuff, and you could be working on that for weeks, if not months and months and months, with lawyers, and then at the very last minute, it just falls through and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, uh, you know, that's true. Go back and read the blog on uh, Backblaze.com. Where where that happened to them more than once, I think, or or at least once. 
So, so I mean, th- that's the one thing. It's like you can't just stop doing business because you're in negotiations about something potentially happening in the future. Yeah. Number two, Twitter for iPhone, we both kind of, you gave it a nay for now. I, I kind of give it a nay for now as well and, and stuff like that. But with that being said, it, it has a lot of promise and it's obvious something that they've, it, it's obviously something that they didn't just start on three weeks ago right. and say, hey, let's push it out. You know, yeah, and actually, one of the discussions on your Facebook page when you said you were st- trying that out was, uh, I think it was Jeff Spence who mentioned that he had heard they wanted to push this out now, um, even though it wasn't fully done. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this is something they've been working on for a long time, and that you know, just the fact that there might be negotiations that because and if the negotiations happen, you know, and and this does come through, it's not going to happen overnight. No. So they they can't just stop innovating. They got to have I mean there's a reason TweetDeck is worth 50 million dollars if that is indeed the case. Yeah. Which by the way, this is all according to a story in in the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal. Way. So this isn't just like, you know, some kind of blog, you know, got an inside scoop. This this is the Wall Street Journal is uh re- reporting that this is potentially happening. So and and the fact that TweetDeck is not denying it, and that they keep their lips tight, I, I and knowing that w- what we know about Twitter and them wanting to, you know, kind of control uh, all of the outlets of of where p- tweets are going now, moving forward, and and stuff, it just just seems to all make sense. The only thing is, is you know, I'm not a user of TweetDeck, though there are times when I will install it, I will run it, I will use it. TweetDeck for the desktop is amazing. It is awesome in in so many ways. Uh, but I wonder if it'll if they'll just stink it up if Twitter purchases that purchases it could, them. Could, it could happen. I I literally use TweetDeck every day at work. Yeah, it it's the client that I use, and it's it's kind of that's why I use it on the iPhone and on the the MacBook. Um, because it's so awesome and because, I mean, it can, it can do scheduling, not as deep a scheduling per se as Hootsuite can, but I'm not trying to schedule stuff out all the time as far as work stuff goes. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about Twitter potentially buying that, to be honest with you. I, I, I would much rather see Tweet, TweetDeck stay an independent company. I still want to see them make lots of money and, and all of that stuff. I, I mean, I, I, I wish the best for those guys. I think they're doing awesome. But I think their innovation would be stifled if, if Twitter buys them. Yeah. I don't like that idea, personally. Well, and the flip side to it was that there was a, a report uh, from CNN that Uber Media was going to be trying to buy... Um, TweetDeck, mm-hmm. which I guess they're from what from what I've read, Uber Media is the one that does Echo Phone and Twidroid or Twidroid, whatever that is. It's Twi- Android. Twidroid. Yeah, and uh, and that they, they are working on a potential Twitter competitor. Which good luck with that. That's not there is one Twitter and it is Twitter mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, well, Uber Media is it, it, that. That I mean, Twitter does not like Uber Media, in my is is the vibe that I feel. Yeah, you know, they're they're really concerned about them, and that's why. I, again, that's why I think there's so much credence to this this rumor that Wall Street Journal has has published. So, all right, uh, so you you got a story like a, a human interest story here about Twitter. Yeah, tell me tell me about this because I had not heard about this. Well, there there was a story um, out of South Korea 
that a man's life was saved. Basically, the people, Twitter users rallied to save a man from committing suicide. Um, South Korean man, and they're not get, they don't give his handle, uh, reportedly decided not to commit suicide after messages of support and love came flooding in on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Korea Times is reporting this. The unnamed man began tweeting that he was planning to commit suicide. He chose to use Twitter to create his will and to leave his last thoughts for his brother in the military and his family and friends. Uh, within minutes, the man's followers had contacted police, attempted to reach his brother at the army base, and sent multiple matches, messages to the man urging him to reconsider. Hmm. So... Let's see here. The man himself later went on in the weekend and posted the following tweet. I'd like to offer my sincere apology to the police, military officials, firefighters, and fellow Twitter users for causing a great deal of trouble to them. I will continue to live. I will remember that a heyday will come for everyone, and when my day comes, I'll be happier than anyone. Is that 140 characters or less? That doesn't seem like it's that probably short went to, enough. That probably went to twit longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so, no, that, I mean, that's an awesome story. I, I, I mean, it, it shows the power of social media and yeah. I won't give out any specific details, but uh, there's somebody that I follow on, on Twitter that I'm, I'm connected very, with very closely that, uh, uh, yeah, that, that put out a message that said something according to the lines of, I wish somebody would just give me one reason why they think that I should continue to live. And uh, it, was, it was late at night and I'm like, Wow. And I was tired. I had had a long, it's like, but no, wait a second. So I started doing some tweeting back and forth and, and then we moved it to direct messages and then we moved it to email. And, and by the end of the evening, then, you know, she's like, you know, don't worry, Cliff, it's daytime here and I've got family and, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll work with them. And, and I've dealt with this in the past and, and, uh, you know, and, and so, and, and of course I followed up the next morning and have, uh, you know, followed up a couple times since and, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it's good to be connected in, in, with people and to, to have these relationships because these tools are, are powerful and you, and, and heaven forbid, you know, somebody have those thoughts and, you know, they'd not share them with anybody and they don't have anybody to say, wait a second, your life is worthwhile. You, you make it, you mean something to me, you know, and, 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 and to say, Hey, you know, I, I would not want, I would not want to know that something had happened to you. And, and this is big stuff. And so it, it's an opportunity to encourage people. Uh, at the same time, you, you hear stories like this and wonder, you know, how many people might use this and, and try to scam it and, and just, you know, right. uh, you know, people who are out there cry wolf and say, you know, Hey, here's a, here's a fun way to spend my Friday evening, you know, and, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I I choose to believe it was true. Yeah, and I, I think that it really goes to show the power of the social realm, as well as the fact that online relationships are real. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. That's that's exactly it. So, <sighs> I, I'm very happy to hear that. And, and, and so, I choose to also believe that that story is true. Although I've not investigated any further than clicking on the link that you just put in the show notes, but. Uh, but the thing is, is I can tell you right now, whether or that, not that story is true, I have personally experienced it firsthand. And, right. and um, you know, I, it, 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 it's true. There, there's the opportunity to encourage somebody in the event that, you know, they're having some pretty, pretty d- disastrous negative thoughts. So, 
All right, uh, Facebook. Let's turn let's turn our attention to Facebook. There's a, quite a few stories here. Uh, Facebook's iPhone slash Android apps let you now find friends from your phone book. Yeah, have you used so, this? I didn't. Uh, to be honest, I went in and at the time I had I thought I had it updated, and I'm I'm pretty sure I did. I didn't see where this. Oh no, I did. Um, it asked for your phone number. Oh, and okay. I don't participate particularly want to put my personal cell phone phone number out on social networks. Oh yeah. I wouldn't want that either. I, not, especially so, not on Facebook. Right. Hmm. By the way, thank you Cicely for accepting my friend request <laughs> as I just now load up my, uh, my app. Uh, yeah. So, so you have to give them your phone number to actually have it look at your phone book to see. Well, the thing is, is okay. That's how they would be able to find you. But you, right. you couldn't you couldn't not give them your phone number, but have them take it the was phone something I'm trying people. to. There's there's two things here. One is, um, it's the find friends, where what you do is you can you can open your Facebook app and you hit friends, and then you go down to uh, requests. I think it is no up in the upper right. There's the arrow. You hit that, and you you can hit now instead of just sync contacts, you can hit find friends. Okay. And so. then it'll show you people that you may know. Okay. And you can either add, you can add them or not, or you can go and hit next, and it'll start to show you a lot of other people that it will. What it'll do is it'll give you the chance to invite all the people that are in your contacts of your phone itself. But you don't have to give them your phone number to do that. No. So okay. I misspoke on that, but there is a place down lower in this article, and and I know I saw it pop up for me. Facebook native mobile apps don't allow users to edit their profiles, but new updates. Let's see. Oh wow! Here it, enc- it encourages you to add your phone number. Here's the weird thing. It, it, check this out right here. It says um, "Add friends." Twenty six contacts found, and I'm looking through these contacts, and I'm thinking, how did these people get into my contact list because not all of these names are familiar and then i just now remembered that stephanie and i at one time shared the same contact list ah and and so i her her data is still merged with mine so these are friends of her for hers from a church that we used to attend together or yeah. that we, that be prior to the one that we attend now not that stephanie and i attend several separate churches i didn't want to give anybody <laughs> that opinion <laughs> back back before we decided to go to separate churches yeah no no nothing like that at all no uh, I, I now i remember what it is is that if you haven't added your phone number to your facebook account at some point in this process here and i'm not and i know it did for me and it may not have already done it for you it does pop up the little window pop up and pops up and says add your phone number mm-hmm. when your number's in your profile you can your friends can use facebook to call you only friends will see it right and da- i'm like uh no yeah daniel if says if they're really my friend they already have the number right daniel says i don't like that i can't add a friend to a list while doing this request friendship here on here and i i can see that but it, you do get a notification when somebody does accept your friendship and so as soon as you get that friendship then you can add them to a list i would assume yeah it, it kind of cross – in one way, I like it for the one fact that I can look and search through my contacts and see, oh, I've not – they're, they're obviously close enough to me to be in my phone contacts, mm-hmm. but there's or a disconnect between the social realm and the phone-based contact realm. Exactly. How'd that happen? I don't know, but I can add them now. 
Hey, I hear that a, a judge somewhere has uh, <laughs> told a, a debt collector that you have to stop y- using Facebook. This is like a Dave Ramsey story. <laughs> so tell us what's going on here. Uh, essentially, what happened is a debt collector started to harass uh, a, a person. And what they did, because she was behind on her car payments, she started rece- she was receiving uh, phone calls, but then they found her on Facebook. So then they started to send her messages through Facebook, but not just her. They started sending these messages to everyone else on her Facebook friends list. Right. Bad, bad stuff. Yeah. So the judge says, yeah, this is illegal. That I would hope so. Yeah. I'm, well, it better be. That that is that's crazy stuff right there. Sending sending messages to your friends from Facebook. Uh, anyway, that that's cool. I'm I'm glad to hear that story. Um, and sorry to hear that somebody's dealing with debt collectors. They should check out DaveRamsey.com. Yes, there we go. All right, uh, Facebook adds two factor authentication for login. Uh, redesigns family safety center. So uh, I have not heard about this story. What is what's the first? What's the two factor authentication for login? Okay, let's see here. All right, I can. The, read. It says this morning Facebook announced the release of several new tools to help users stay safe while using the site. Soon, users will be able to enable two factor authentication to add a, an additional layer of security to logins. HTT. Oh, here it is. It's HTTPS. We talked about this. That's one of them. Yeah. Okay. So HTTPS uh, browsing has been improved, and the anti bullying social reporting tool has been rolled out to more areas to the site. Facebook has also redesigned the Family Safety Center to be more visually oriented and easy to navigate. It's pretty-ish. Yeah. In January, Facebook began allowing uh, users to browse the site over a secure HTTPS connection. Facebook recently noted that 9.6 million users are now browsing with HTTPS. However, third-party applications must specify a secure canvas or tab URL. Otherwise, users are shown a roadblock indicating that they'd have to switch over to an HTTP connection. Hmm. Last month, President Obama's White House conference on bulleting. Anyway, so so there's some stories yeah. there. Anything else out of the story that, that you wanted to share? No, just that they had updated some of this stuff. Uh, and the, it looks like the login thing is actually not the HTTPS. It looks like they haven't rolled that out yet. But they're at, they're going to enable a two factor authentication. So that means you know, right. kind of like captcha type stuff. Where and where do you go in to turn on HTTPS? Because I I don't I've not turned that on yet. Let's I, do that real quick for everybody. It's always a good thing. Yeah, because we Let's did this on here. Twitter, and I am starting. I mean, I am connected to Twitter via the HTTPS now. Yeah. Let's see. So if you go on Facebook and you go to account. All right. Or maybe it's profile. No, it's account. Okay. And it would be account settings, maybe privacy settings, I believe. Oh, okay. Or account settings. No, actually, oh, so it's account settings, and it's then account settings, account security, and yep. let's hit change. And it's the top one. There we go. So, secure br- browsing. Yeah, browse Facebook on a secure connection HTTPS whenever possible. And then here's this, login notifications. Mm-hmm. It says whenever when an unrecognized computer or device tries to access my account. Send me an email or a text message. And I'm going to go ahead and just do send me an email. 
And I'm going to save that. Man, there's, gosh, there's a bunch of new stuff in here. Yep. Dude, when is the last time I've been inside this thing? Account activity. Uh, view your recent activity. If you notice unfamiliar stuff, blah, blah, blah. So it basically shows like your recent activity where, you know, an unknown location and, and some IP stuff and some other things. So, And the, the login approval, like if, if it sees an unrecognized computer, it will require you not just, you could send an, they can send you an email just saying, mm-hmm. Hey, we think that somebody's logged in and, and that's good just to kind of, you know what? I'm going to go check, go ahead and check that for now to send an email. I'm not going to do where I, I require them to have the security yeah. code and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't want that. But we, I do want to see the email just to kind of keep track of that for a little bit here. I remember when they, uh, when I used to log in from other locations, it would say, hey, we, you, you don't seem to be in the area where we think you should be mm-hmm. uh, because you usually log in from here. Uh, I'll tell you what, just to confirm this is you, we're going to give you 15 random photos from your Ugh. friends and you need to tell us who's in that photo. <laughs> and the the major problem with that is is that a lot of people don't use their own personal face for their pro, profile picture. Yeah, I got a picture of people's dogs. I've got uh let's see yeah. a group of 8 people that I've never seen before for some and not to mention the fact that on Facebook and and again I know I'm not using it the way Mark Zuckerberg wants me to, but I'm just connected to probably about 8 or 900 people I've never seen face to face and I wouldn't know them if, you know, by their face you know they just requested to connect with me on on facebook as a friend and i have not yet had any interaction with them yeah yeah so so there you go yeah but go definitely go turn that https on and uh check to see if there's been any random activity you don't remember there you go listed below i just turned it on all right i feel more secure already you should Okay, so next one is Facebook launches a send button. Now, I did hear about this. Uh, tell me, tell me, what's the value of a send button? Where, where would you see this? Okay, well, let's we'll review what the like button is real quick first. Okay. The like button is where if you click like, it's going to send that right to your uh, profile page. Mm-hmm. However, with the send button, what that's going to do is you can click that and then pick different either groups that you've set up of your friends to that that only they would see it or specific people. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, for you, you probably wouldn't even mess with it. Right. Because you would want to just have it all be personal or all be public. For some people, even if they're only letting friends see uh, their, their profile page, what they may choose to do, though, is say, "Okay, well, here's a cool story. I'm going to send. I'm going to click send on this article. But what I'm going to then do is scroll it down even further to where all the of all the people that I'm connected to, only this say this group at church or this group of only family, you know, okay, are allowed to see it when they go to my page. Right. So it's it's a little bit more fine tuning on the." sharing privacy settings. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and my my personal feelings on that, if you ever want to post something online that you don't want everybody in the world to see, I wouldn't post it. Yeah, because who's to say that one of those people you allowed to see it 
couldn't then just share it or say that you talked about it and so on. Well, I could just, yeah, because oh. I could just, I could, if I wanted to, I could just uh, take a screen cap of it, upload it to TwitPick and throw it out to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. Even, even your text. So it's good to know that you can do it, but at the same time, yeah, you know, there you go. All right. Facebook launching new deals. Yes. And this is not deals that have to do with Facebook places, which finally, is, by the way, I did get to claim my work as a Facebook place. No, you didn't. Seriously? I did. How did you do that? Well, what I figured out in talking with somebody else that had successfully claimed theirs was I, um, oh, how did we do that? We mirrored, because they're using Bing maps for that, I went and checked what the Bing place had as far as information and used that to put it in first. And then as well, I opted, I, I decided to not give them um, documentation. I only opted to do just an email confirmation. Okay. And it, and it literally, after I submitted it, heard nothing for about two weeks. And then two days ago, got the email okay. that it was there. So what does this mean now? Does this mean you have two pages for the university <laughs> and you control both of them? Yeah, because for some reason they don't have the merge thing turned on. I can't go to the Facebook Places page and go down and merge that Places page with the official page. Hmm. For some, re- it, it used to be that way, and and for some reason now it's not. And for some reason, and I'm doing investigation on this now. Uh, for whatever reason, people were merging pages and then deciding, eh, I want to unmerge it. Right, but. So I'm looking to see why they wanted to unmerge it. I, I think some people uh, didn't like that it took away. Instead of showing the the five pictures across the top of your your page, uh-huh. it showed the map instead. But oh, you know yeah. what? If you get the added stickiness of when people check in using Facebook Places on your campus or your business or right. whatever, mm-hmm. that then that shows up on your page and then that draws attention to your official page. Right. Which is why I would have liked to have done it. I think we can, you know, the branding. So anyway. Yeah. I, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let me let me give you a, a Facebook fan page. And I could understand why somebody would be really st- a real stickler for having the five images at the top now. Right. Go to Facebook.com. And this is going to be some promotion for my good friend, Pat Flynn. Go to Facebook.com slash smart passive income. And pull that up and tell me you don't think that that's cool. Again, that's yeah, I like that. Facebook.com slash smart passive income. That, my friends, is it, it, it's like I wouldn't want to, I would not want to give that up and replace it with a, with a map. Mm-hmm. You know, that just, that just speaks to creativity and it says, hey, you know, this, this is a place that, you know, I've, I've taken some time to develop. I like yeah. it. I like so it I'm still investigating it, but overall, it's good news that I, I at least now have control over the Facebook Places page. That's awesome. So, and now you can send messages and and or send updates and stuff like that. I would assume. Yeah, it it actually shows up in my when you go you hit use Facebook as page you go and and it shows up as a separate yeah uh, page. Awesome. So, well, congratulations. I'm glad that you were able to accomplish that. Yeah. All right. So you're saying that this is this is deals though. This isn't Facebook Places, but uh, right. this new deals. It's, it this is, is like, like Groupon. Groupon. Gotcha. Yes. 
So, and if if there was ever a built-in network that already would be, you know, a lot of people already on the web in one place to see deals, it's Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Facebook's got probably got more power to get great deals mm-hmm. than say Groupon, but you know, they're rolling it out. Um, I'm trying to read here where it was. I think it was only in about five major cities at this point. Oh, okay. So it's gonna again. It's gonna be another one of those slow rollout deals. But it was it was a thing where you could go and you could check in or not check in, but you could get with other people to get the deals. Right. Um, I don't know. Oh, the the key thing here is that you can't pay money to do the deals. Um, where was it? You have to, users can pay, let's see, when person in the deal, users can pay with a credit card or Facebook credits, mm-hmm. which means you would have to tie your credit card into your Facebook account. Oh, okay. In order to do this. Oh, yeah. No, I assume, no, no, it no. doesn't say that, but I assume if I'm entering, I, I am not going to feel good about putting in my credit card on a Facebook page. I am not buying Zuckerbucks. No, and I'm not buying that either yet. Yeah. Hey, so, um, real quickly here, uh, as before we wrap up, I wanted to give some announcements. Uh, you have signed up for our um, June 2011 meetup. We're doing a meetup here in Northern Kentucky for the gspn.tv community, and that is happening on June 17th through the 19th. Yes. And uh, we are going to have a blast doing uh, some fun stuff together for the weekend. Uh, we So far, it's got myself, Stephanie, it's got Carol... Uh, Allison and her husband Eric. You actually you have three down, so shouldn't I, that be three and a half? It, it should be three and a half, but you know we won't have to worry about the half. We got Jeremy Laughlin, uh, Jennifer Davis, uh, Anne Reinhardt. She's coming all the way from Switzerland. Uh, Is she really? Yep. And Kim Landwehr, Daniel Lewis. Yeah, we've got people coming from all over the United States and now across the pond. Uh, to to come over to our summer meetup that's in uh, June from June seventeenth through the nineteenth. If you'd like to come and hang out with the gspn.tv community for the weekend, uh, head over to gspncommunity.com. Again, that's gspncommunity.com, and you'll see a list of upcoming events uh, there in the right hand side of the site, and you can click there and register and uh, come on out and hang out for the weekend. It's it's uh, just a couple. It's actually seemingly just a couple weeks down the road, but it's about a month and a half away. and It and feels close. We'll, we'd love to have you. And of course, uh, uh, check this out. I, I'm counting here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 people, Eric, 19 people have signed up for the gspn.tv community cruise in 2013. Wow. How many did I say? 19? 19. Dude, 19 people on the gspn.tv community cruise. You've got two years to save for this thing. Two full years to save. Go ahead and uh, check that out, gspncommunity.com, under upcoming events there as well. Hey, until next time, folks, we encourage you to join the community. Join the community.